listening to the Wine Room Lounge. Where sleeves What's going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Lyman Lounge, where sleeves are optional. This is your host, Mike Carlisle, and today I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Evo. Say what's up, man. How's it going, everybody? My name is Stanford Evovold, or Evo as most people call me, and I'm going to be joining Mike here on the Lyman Lounge, probably a pretty steady, regular thing from now on, uh, as we kind of move the program off of Jess Audio and then going into uh, some video formats here before too long. Figured that we would uh, do a quick little audio segment for you today just to let everyone know that we're still here and uh, looking to talk sports. All right, guys. Yeah, so as you guys have heard on the couple of podcasts before, uh, we are going to try to move into doing some video stuff. That way we can you guys can actually watch us talk about sports, not just listen to us. Maybe watch us drink a couple beers while we do it. Uh, just generally bullshit, and I'm excited to have that extra voice in the room. Uh, give me somebody to bounce off of. So today's going to be very short. We're going to do a quick little segment just to put it out to you guys, uh, kind of give ourselves a test run, and we're going to talk about the NFL and their new COVID memo. If you guys are unaware, the new COVID memo has come out that has basically said that if you are an unvaccinated player and you cause an outbreak of COVID in your facility – you are going to cost your team games. You're going to talk, cost your teammates money. So you'll be given a forfeit. Nobody's getting paid if nobody plays. However, these are not necessarily the circumstances on the other end for the vaccinated players. Now, the language is a little weird in the memo. Uh, Evo, I'm not sure if you've actually seen the memo or not. Yeah, I've done a quick perusal of the of the memo. And basically, the NFL is saying, you know, it's not looking to add a 19th game. It's going to stick to its new 18-game format. And uh, if COVID implications start happening, they're going to basically be looking to penalize the players or the teams more than anything. Uh, they're not looking to extend anything out, which, you know, kind of creates a, a really awkward circumstance because, you know, I don't think anyone should be forced to take a vaccine. But they're kind of by, you know, virtue of this memo, forcing the players to make a decision between their career or their personal beliefs and health, which is a pretty uh pretty tough subject to get around uh, because, you know, everyone should be able to kind of have their own personal beliefs and things like that but you have some of these big name players like deandre hopkins coming out now saying you know i never thought i'd have to say this but now i'm having to choose between my career and you know my brothers that i'm playing with and everything and the fans or my personal beliefs and maybe this is going to start to limit my nfl career uh, which is kind of scary when you see you know possibly the best receiver in the league saying maybe it's time for me to relook at things right now yeah and that's really tough like so we've seen these things come up with Cole Beasley, where he's saying he's not getting the vaccine, and everybody's like, "Well, it's it's fucking Cole Beasley. Who cares?" Like, but DeAndre Hopkins saying, "Hey, man, I might not play because uh, I might have to be forced into getting this vaccine." Now, are they being forced? No. Did they have the option still? Yes. Are are they making it incredibly difficult for the players to basically go to work and do what the fuck they're supposed to do? Absolutely. The 
the NFL wants to get these guys vaccinated so they don't have any hiccups. One interesting thing that I saw in there is that if an unvaccinated player causes an outbreak or if there it's a slew of un, or vaccinated players that cause this outbreak, that the NFL will try their best to mitigate the effect financially, which to me, that does not sound like a guarantee that that's you're sure going to get paid that. People are if, – listen, if your team gets COVID, there's a chance with the way this thing is written that you're going to get forfeit anyways and you guys are not getting fucking paid. So the NFL is really putting a lot of the onus on the players and not willing to possibly help them out if something happens that they can't control. Because even with that vaccine, you can get COVID. So, yeah, 100%. We're seeing that already. Uh that the vaccine helps, but it's not a permanent thing necessarily, or that you can still get it. It depends on antibodies and all that stuff. And I'm no scientist, you know, uh, I'm, I'm barely smart as it is, but, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's really rough because I've always kind of, you know, as much as I love football and I love the, uh, watching the NFL, I view the NFL as an organization is, you know, kind of money hungry as, as most companies are that they're, there to get money uh and those owners are there to get money so uh to put out this memo and kind of have non uh super defined language in there where it kind of gives them outs is it's a little bit scary especially from a player's perspective they feel like they could probably be doing everything right and then still get penalized for what uh you know for all intents and purposes is uh it's none of their fault if they end up not being able to play a game potentially um and that's you know for a, a top tier player that's getting paid millions of dollars per year and guaranteed salaries, you know, that sucks, but it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but, you know, for your fringe guys, you know, where they're, you know, maybe have two years in the league, three years in the league where they're actually getting earning potential. And this, this could be, you know, make or break for them, not just in that, that current year, but uh, for the rest of their lives, their earning potential could be messed up. So, um, it's a it's a really tough situation. I, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see if this occurs, which I'm I'm sure that it will as we get into uh, the flu season and things like that, and just people more susceptible to getting sick. You know, players are going to get sick. I wonder if the teams are going to try to hide whether or not someone has COVID. Just say, hey, this guy has an undisclosed illness or something like that, or what sort of protocols the league's going to put into play. Is it going to kind of be part of like their PED testing or something like that. Um, it, it's a kind of uncharted territory. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It, it can be a very slippery slope the way this is going, because if you get somebody who shows up sick, now there's potential for quarantine. Even, I mean, they're going to have to wait to get that COVID test back. If they end up with COVID, that's a, an entire nightmare. And like you brought up, if you're one of those 45 to 60 in that range on the roster where you're trying to make this team, your ass is in line right now trying to get a COVID vaccine because if you are not vaccinated, that is one thing that's going to knock you down from possibly not making a team is, hey, listen, you create extra risk. NFL teams are always risk averse. They want something safe unless your talent is so great that they are willing to take that risk. Yep. But those guys on the 45 through 60 areas – 
they don't have that that luxury. They're not as talented to take that extra risk. And we're already seeing that not everyone is untouchable. I mean, so my Minnesota Vikings, which obviously I pay attention to a little bit more, Rick Dennison, their offensive line coach right now, it's up in the air whether or not he's been let go from the team or not. Uh, Courtney Cronin from ESPN is reporting that the he's refusing to get the vaccine. And because that's a tier one you know, asset to the team, those tier one assets are required by the NFL to be vaccinated. So he's refusing the vaccine. There's reports that he's been fired or let go from the team because of that. Um, there's, you know, some reports that he's not off the team yet, but they've already replaced him on the team and that he might just get moved to a different tier or something like that. Um, personally, I hate Rick Dennison. I think he's a garbage line coach. So, uh, I don't feel great about him getting let go from the team for that reason. I would just like them to come out and say his performance sucks and get rid of him that way. Um, but, uh, it's just going to show that, you know, an offensive line coach for some teams is, is extremely huge. You know, it's, it's not, you know, the offensive coordinator, but one of their position coaches, it's a big deal. So if the team's willing to say, Hey, this guy's not getting the vaccine, he can no longer be on the team. Uh, it just goes to show that not everyone is untouchable. So, um, they're probably going to be weighing in things like salary and, and future earning potential of this player and how they're going to affect the team, both cap wise and on the field. And they might just say, Hey, it's not worth the, not worth the struggle right now. Bye-bye. You know, we see it happen with um, different legal matters already. You know, if a player gets a DUI and they're already, you know, on that bottom half of the roster, they might just say, see you later, dude. Um, so uh, it could be, you know, just a simple matter of, Hey, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Well, you know what? We got, Guys who are, you know, average wins above replacement for you isn't that big because you're a running back or something like that. And now we're just going to go ahead and uh, pull someone else off the street or we got someone else on the roster that can do 80 percent, 90 percent of what you can do. And we can platoon. And now, you know, we don't have to worry about your contract because you don't want to get the vaccine. So uh, it'll it'll shake things up quite a bit, I think, uh, if, if we start seeing some major outbreaks happen. Yeah, 100 percent. And those those bottom guys, if you have the potential and it's not even okay, you're better, you can help us win. If you have the potential to take money from anybody in that organization, ownership on down, you're done. They, like They will get rid of you. We, I, You hear stories about guys who get cut because they don't know how to practice. Maybe they're really good, but they don't know how to practice the right way. They're, they end up on the ground. They accidentally hit the quarterback. Like Those types of things get you cut in the NFL. So the potential to have your team just flat out lose a game without even fucking playing it cost people money. And yeah, there's, there's no way if you're one of those guys, you have to get it at this point. I mean, the NFL is very cutthroat as is they, they did that. uh, The the Raiders did that last year with one of their draft picks from last season. It was a wide receiver, I believe, or something like that. Who ended up going to Miami. I don't know where he went. I'm not sure. And that just kind of goes to show you that we don't even know the player's name because it's just such a quick turnaround with some of these guys. Uh, you know, he wasn't performing practice or, or uh, was getting into a little bit of trouble, and the team was just like, all right, bye, dude. See you later. Yeah, we we got to win games. It's incredibly quick. Like, there's no there's no messing around in the NFL. It's, it's, a, it's a man's game. It's a man's business, and they, they don't fuck around. And this is going to be – this is the, they're taking a hard line on it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, so it's, you know – Kind of last thing for me, it's it's off-putting to see that memo. I understand why they're doing it. I think I saw a report that like 90% of players right now are vaccinated in the NFL or that the NFL is reporting that. So maybe it won't be as big of a deal, but it's just uh, as, a, as a former player, a guy who is really big into that camaraderie in the locker room and stuff like that, it is adding division into the locker room, which bothers me. It's adding, uh, you know, earning potential away from the – players potentially, especially guys that uh, could have, through no fault of their own, now be losing 
losing money or, you know, if, if, you know, you're really talking about just heart of the game, getting to go try and fight for a championship, you, you know, that could be a deciding factor between getting in the playoffs or not. So that's why it kind of bothers me. Um, I wish things outside of football wouldn't affect football, but unfortunately that's, uh, that's today. That's this uh, 2021 world we live in where everything affects football, whether or not it's to play on the field or, or something offside or outside the field. So we'll yeah. see what happens. And, and you brought it up, the, the locker room. Like we already see some division in that Buffalo Bills locker room. You got guys who are with Cole Beasley. You got guys who are against Cole Beasley. That's going to be a big thing. You got guys on Twitter same teams, different teams going at each other. And these guys are all part of the NFLPA. Like they should all be on the same page or hopefully be close to the same page. Every, all this shit should be collectively bargained, right? Like you want to be working together. And this is absolutely, like you said, it's going to create division. It's going to be tough. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, hopefully COVID goes the fuck away so we can just get back to life as normal. That's not happening. Delta variants popping up. Mm-hmm. There'll be a fucking echo we'll a Zulu, Zulu variant. Zulu yeah. variant real soon. Yeah, whatever, so. whatever gets the people's ears turning. But you know what? You know, race shouldn't matter. Gender shouldn't matter. All this stuff. Vaccine status shouldn't matter. And it's kind of a type of discrimination. I understand it's for for the means of, uh, you know, everyone's health. But, you know, uh, I would I would hope that everyone would get on the same page and understand if someone doesn't want to take the vaccine and doesn't discriminate against them for that you know, reason, but you know, it is what it is. We'll yeah. see what happens. This is the world we live in, but all right guys. So that was going to be it for today. That was just a quick segment, a little preview of kind of the back and forth that we're going to hopefully have for you guys in the future, uh, on audio and eventually on video. As soon as I finish getting all the shit in, sorry, this is a couple days late or at least a day late. Uh, I've been running around getting camera equipment, trying to get, you know, different cords and shit, getting the room set up. Uh, but very soon, you guys should be able to watch the Lineman Lounge uh, on YouTube. Once that is set up, I will absolutely let you guys know. If you want to interact with the show, you can go on Facebook. There is a Facebook page and there is a group. You can go on Twitter at Lineman Lounge. You can check out the Instagram for the Lineman Lounge. And there's even a TikTok. I know I suck at doing TikToks. Not my thing, but I'm going to get better at them. I might even enlist Evo to start doing some of that you shit as well. see me dancing on there half naked. That, I don't know if anyone wants to see that. So we're not going to do that because I'd like you guys to continue to watch. I mean, we already are sleeveless in here. That is true. It's not going to be that much longer before tarps are off and some Vaseline's involved. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys listening. Always rocking with the show. Um, for myself and for Evo. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you again very soon. Hopefully, it's going to be on Tuesday. If it's not, I will let you guys know. As always, sleeves are optional.